and welcome to Ride the Omnibus. I'm your host, Ariel Basca, and today I'm speaking with the two directors and writers of The Worst Ones, Les Pires, a film about a group of teenagers from the same neighborhood who are selected to act in a feature film over the summer. I'm speaking with Lise Akoka and Romain Guerre about their film, Les Pires, The Worst Ones. It's so lovely to meet you. I'm delighted to meet with you to talk about The Worst Ones. It's such a beautiful movie that has already received so much acclaim. But I wonder if you could share with me a little bit about where it came from. Euh, donc euh, d'où vient ce projet en fait à la base avec Lise on s'est rencontrés sur euh, le casting d'un long métrage et on se connaissait pas et on a été euh, euh, envoyés un petit peu toutes les deux euh, pour faire du casting sauvage dans le nord de la France et c'est là qu'on a on est tombé euh, sur deux enfants en casting euh, qui euh, nous ont euh, euh, subjugués euh, étonnés par euh, euh, leur, leur talent inné euh, parce que c'était pas du tout des enfants euh, qui faisaient du théâtre ou et qui c'était même des enfants assez euh, euh, fragilisés par euh, par la vie et euh, et en fait ça nous a donné envie de questionner euh, l'éthique de cette pratique qu'est le casting sauvage qui est une pratique un peu particulière et ça a donné lieu à un court métrage qu'on a donc c'était notre premier film notre premier projet avec Lise et euh, après le court métrage assez rapidement on a eu envie de développer les, les questions et les problématiques euh, qui, euh, qui étaient au cœur de Chasse Royale et, et là où le court métrage s'arrêtait sur euh, le casting de ses enfants euh, le film raconte euh, la rencontre possible euh, en tout cas à quel point elle est possible à quel point euh, elle ne l'est pas euh, à certains endroits euh, entre le monde du cinéma et ses enfants des quartiers euh, défavorisés du nord de la France So the two of us met uh, while we were casting directors for a feature film and we didn't know each other. And we were sent uh, together to do some street casting in the north of France. And while we were doing that, we met two kids uh, while casting who truly impressed us because of their um, innate talent. Uh, they weren't kids who had acted before at all. And they were actually uh, kids who had had very challenging lives. And that um, led us to question the ethics of that practice of street casting, because it's a very specific kind of approach. And that led to us um, making a short film, which was our first film, our first project together with Lise. With the short film, we developed a, a desire to expand on those questions further. And those are the questions that were at the heart of Chasse-Royale, our first short. And, but Chasse-Royale uh, ended at the casting stage uh, for those kids, whereas we wanted to move on to also talk about the possible encounter uh, between cinema and the kids. And uh, we wanted to elaborate on to what extent it is possible for the world of cinema to go into those uh, underprivileged neighborhoods in the north of France. It's such a beautiful job that you've done capturing the nuance of this encounter. It's really an incredible job looking at all of the different pieces of how that interaction happens. But I wonder, have you found, even prior to 
this experience with street casting, have you found that in your own work, you fight against this notion of poverty porn? I don't know if you know this expression, but it's an expression that exists certainly in American cinema of the Western gays constantly wanting to look at things that are impoverished with pity and with an eye of superiority in some sense. And I love so many of the sequences that you have that seem to me to be commenting on that. But I wonder if this was something you were concerned about even before this project. Oui, c'est quelque chose euh, qui nous interrogeait parce que euh, dans notre pratique euh, du casting sauvage, c'était quelque chose qu'on a beaucoup rencontré, euh, étant donné que on faisait euh, du casting euh, essentiellement pour des films euh, d'auteurs sociaux. Donc, euh, il s'agissait de mettre les pieds dans des milieux euh, très euh, socialement marqués euh, et euh, pour des films qui racontent des histoires qui mettent en scène euh, un milieu dont les réalisateurs ne viennent pas toujours. Euh, donc, euh, d'une certaine façon, euh, ça nous a posé des problèmes, euh, notamment éthiques, enfin des questions en tout cas éthiques sur les représentations et sur euh, qui euh, prend la parole et qui raconte quoi sur qui. Et euh, on a eu envie, euh, d'une certaine façon aussi, de le faire avec une, de, de, de parler de ça avec euh, une certaine, euh, un, avec une certaine ironie en fait, en moquant euh, un peu les archétypes du cinéma social. Euh, notamment dans cette scène où ils observent ce mur complètement euh, défoncé et délabré et que euh, le, 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 il, tous les adultes du cinéma trouvent ça magnifique alors qu'on voit leur regard complètement circonspect de, de ce petit garçon euh, sur ce mur. Euh, et donc voilà, oui, on a voulu parler de ce cinéma euh, vorace qui se nourrit, qui se nourrit du réel euh, de façon un peu vampirisante euh, et qui, pour arriver à ses fins, d'une certaine façon, va euh, euh, un peu négliger parfois la sensibilité de ceux que, qui met en scène et quand il s'agit d'enfants fragiles bah, c'est d'autant plus euh, délicat et d'autant plus, plus grave à terme yes that's definitely something that uh, we ponder uh, over a lot because uh, in our own street casting practice we've witnessed that a lot uh, because in terms of our casting work we would work for uh, filmmakers who make social cinema And so we needed to enter into worlds that are very marked at a social level. And the films end up talking about all these stories that are set in environments in which filmmakers normally don't go to a great extent. And this, to some extent, did raise issues within us at ethical level. And, you know, the, there's a lot of ethical questions in terms of the representation of that world and on who uh, has a voice in it and who gets to speak up. And we wanted to make this movie um, also to be able to give voice to um, certain people, but we also wanted to have an ironic approach to that kind of cinema and mock it, mock the archetypes of social cinema to some extent. In particular, I'm thinking of that scene in which uh, the, the filmmaker and crew observe that wall that's completely crumbling and, mm -hmm. you know, um, sort of yeah. damaged and all the adults in the film world think it's fantastic. And at the same time, the kid looks at it in a very doubtful way, the little kid, you know, And so we wanted to talk about that kind of greedy cinema that nourishes uh, itself on the real in a vampire-like 
way uh, to reach uh, its own ends. And sometimes it neglects to respect the sensitivity of those who uh, are represented on stage. And when the those people end up being fragile children, well, it becomes even more uh, delicate and even more severe in terms of the representation. It's such a <laughs> that particular scene is so evocative of a lot of things that I see in cinema. I'm both a filmmaker and a podcaster. And so I see a lot of these interactions playing out regularly in documentary where I work as well. How did you try to cast as ethically as you possibly could on this film? It seems like the casting process was not only the genesis of the project, but is so essential in so many ways to this film. What did you do in terms of your process on this film that you would hold up as the best possible practices for casting in street casting or not? Bah évidemment, on s'est questionné dès le début, dès les étapes de casting euh, sur euh, cette question qui est centrale dans notre film et dans euh, nos questionnements à nous, entre nous. Euh, déjà, euh, on fait très attention que chaque euh, euh, casting pour les enfants soit euh, à un moment privilégié. Euh, donc, il euh, y a un espèce de d'entretien assez long à chaque fois avec chaque enfant euh, qui euh, qui permet souvent... Euh, qui est, qui est souvent assez libérateur et où, où il nous confie des choses euh, et on se dit que de toute façon ça c'est quelque chose qui, qui voilà pourrait euh, peut-être leur faire du bien et puis ensuite il y a cette euh, ce moment où on fait des improvisations et, et on les teste dans le jeu euh, mais l'idée c'est de ne jamais euh, 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 voir un enfant et en quatre minutes euh, lui dire euh, non ça va pas le faire donc euh, voilà on les prévient aussi on leur dit que euh, c'est vraiment euh, c'est fort possible que ça ne fonctionne pas et qu'il faut que ça puisse être déjà euh, un bon moment pour eux voilà ensuite euh, pour euh, sur le film par exemple ce qui est important pour nous c'est que les enfants euh, soient euh, conscients qu'ils incarnent un personnage et donc euh, euh, c'est un scénario qui est très écrit euh, à la base et donc euh, chaque enfant va euh, vraiment interpréter un rôle et euh, devoir euh, l'incarner, euh, apprendre le texte par cœur. Et donc, il y a vraiment un travail euh, d'acteur euh, qui permet aussi une, une prise de recul, un, euh, une mise à distance un petit peu pour eux, euh, pour éviter qu'un enfant euh, ait à jouer, euh, par exemple, euh, quelque chose qui, est exactement, qui fait exactement écho à sa vie. Voilà, ça, on essaye que, que, que ça, ça ne soit pas le cas. Euh, même si, évidemment, euh, tout le, le scénario euh, est inspiré par d'autres enfants, mais en tout cas, on fait attention à ce que ceux qui les jouent euh, puissent euh, avoir cette distance. Et c'est aussi ce qui prouve euh, tout leur talent, parce que c'est des super comédiens. Well, obviously, that's a question that we ask ourselves since the very beginning of the casting stage. That's the central issue in our movie. And so uh, even when talking between the, the two of us, we always um, went to great lengths to make sure that the casting um, stage for the kids would be a special privileged moment. So it becomes a sort of interview that's quite long uh, with each kid individually. And it ends up being quite of a freeing moment for the kid where they tell us all sorts of things uh, and they confide in us. And so it becomes a bit a special moment. 
and that can be something that is a uh, positive for them and then um we also ask them to work on some improv and we do some acting tests but uh we go to great length not to create a situation in which we see a kid for four minutes and then after that we just say okay in out it doesn't work uh we tell them from the outset that um it's possible that it will not work but that's an experience that they're going to go through and we want for that moment to be a pleasurable moment for them and then when we are on set, um, it is very important for us, for the kids to fully realize that they are playing a character. So there's a script and the script is very detailed. So each kid is playing a role and they have to learn the, their lines by heart. So it's an acting job and they need to be able to take some distance from the character um we need we, we make sure that a kid is never called to act something that is exactly the same as what happens to them in real life uh we make sure that that doesn't happen um of course the script is inspired by real events but events that happen to other kids and we go to great lengths to make sure that there is that distance between the acted experience and their real experience. And this is also a testament to their great talent because they are very, very talented actors. They are very talented actors. I was really quite impressed with how they were in their roles. Both Lily and the young boy were just, yes, absolutely beautiful in terms of their demeanor as well as their ability to convey a lot of emotion very efficiently on screen. It was quite impressive. The scene that personally caused me the most palpitations as someone who has directed on screen, etc., was the love scene or the sex scene. I was just absolutely appalled at the behavior in general and it was maybe the thing that made me cringe the most. And I wonder, did you work with intimacy coordinators to make sure that that came about correctly? I would imagine it's very meta to have a lot of people constructing the scene. I'm very curious to know what that process was like. Alors, euh, non, on n'a pas travaillé avec un coordinateur d'intimité. Euh, en fait, euh, à l'époque, on connaissait même pas euh, euh, cette, euh, ce métier. Et je pense qu'en France, euh, ça s'est beaucoup moins répandu qu'aux États-Unis sur les tournages. Euh, en revanche, évidemment, euh, on a pris beaucoup de, de, de pincettes et on a essayé d'amener la scène assez délicatement auprès de nos jeunes interprètes. Euh, on a aussi euh, réécrit la scène euh, parce que euh, l'actrice qui devait jouer le rôle de Lily au départ était un peu plus âgée et finalement euh, euh, elle nous a euh, abandonné et on a refait un casting pour trouver Lily et il se trouve qu'elle était euh, plus jeune euh, au moment du tournage donc euh, on a dû réadapter des choses pour que ce soit un peu moins cru pour elle. 
Euh, et euh, ensuite, euh, il se trouve que euh, les acteurs qui jouent Lily et Jessie dans le film sont vraiment tombés amoureux pendant le tournage. Donc en fait, euh, s'embrasser et jouer une scène d'intimité était euh, de moins difficile du coup pour eux. Euh, en revanche, on a eu beaucoup de difficultés avec euh, Loïc qui joue le rôle de Jessie, qui euh, était pas très à l'aise au début et qui, pour pallier à ce malaise, euh, a, euh, a été euh, a eu un, un, un comportement de défense plutôt euh, réprobateur et agressif. Et donc, euh, et comme en plus on tournait dans une toute petite caravane où il faisait très 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 chaud, ce qui euh, contribuait à faire monter la tension pour lui, euh, on a eu euh, beaucoup de, de difficultés tout au long de la journée pour mener cette scène à son terme. Et euh, on mais on, 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 on a réussi à aller au bout de cette scène et cette, et cette position défensive de sa part a finalement donné des choses, fait naître des choses assez riches puisque le personnage est dans la même situation, puisque Jesse est dans, la même, dans le même état euh, émotionnel que, que, que Loïc à ce moment-là. Donc, euh, donc euh, voilà, ça, ça a donné lieu à des choses assez belles et assez vraies finalement mais qui était, enfin, euh, si je peux me permettre, euh, contrôlé par Loïc. Et c'est ça qui était assez beau, c'est qu'il a mis son état au service du jeu parce qu'il il a joué ce qu'il devait jouer en se servant euh, de ses propres émotions à ce moment-là. Um, no, we didn't work with an intimacy coordinator. Uh, actually, at the time, we didn't even know that that professional figure exists. I think in France, it's a lot less common than in the US uh, on, on film sets. Having said that, uh, we did uh, tread very carefully around that and we tried to accomplish the shooting of the scene in the most delicate way possible, working with our young actors. We also rewrote the scene because the actress that was supposed to play the role of Lily in the beginning was a little older. And then finally, she ended up not being able to work with us. And so we had to start over with the casting process to find an actress for Lily. And the one that we ended up hiring was a little younger at the time of shooting than we had expected so we had to readjust certain things so that it could be a little less harsh for her actually the actors that play lily and jesse in the movie truly fell in love um with each other during the the, the, the shooting and so actually kissing and playing an intimacy scene was less difficult all of a sudden for them but on the other hand uh, we had a lot of issues issues with uh Loïc who plays the role of Jesse who was not at ease in the beginning and sort of covered up this uh uneasiness with a defense mechanism which turned into aggression And so on top of that, we were shooting in a small confined space in a camper van where it was truly very hot. And so that didn't help in terms of, you know, tension rising uh, for him. And so we had a lot of challenges all day long to get to the end of this scene. But 
we succeeded and uh, we pulled it off. Um, and that sort of defensive position on his part added to uh, the, the scene and it made it richer because the character finds himself in the same situation and in the same emotional state as Loïc at that time. So it infuses it with some beautiful components. And uh, at that point, uh, Romain jumped in and she said, um, yeah, well, Loïc, though, was controlling his acting throughout. It was quite beautiful to watch because uh, he took that emotional stage he was in and used that at the service of the movie, at the service of his acting. And so he played with his emotions in a way that enriched the movie at that moment. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts on the film with me. And I look forward to seeing more great work from you both ahead. Thank you so much. Merci. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And thank you for taking a moment right now to reflect with me on the history of the land you are listening on now. Whether you are stuck in traffic or sitting in your office chair, take the time to look up whose traditional lands you are on now and what treaties govern those territories. I record this podcast on the site of lands stolen from the Manahoac people. I am grateful to work on this land and I acknowledge that we need to protect and honor the history of the indigenous people from other tribal nations that have made innumerable contributions around the world. I share this in the hope that my listeners may join me in honoring our past, present, and future. Without this land, this earth, and each other, we are nothing. Before I go, please take 30 seconds now to leave us a five-star review by clicking on support the show in the show notes. We don't want your money. We want your words. A simple RTO rocks my socks expands our reach and helps us keep bringing you great content. And connect with us on Instagram and Twitter where we are at Omnibus Ride. You can also visit our website, omnibusride.com, where you can go to dive deeper into our content and learn more about the show. A special thank you to our amazing editor, William Das. We truly couldn't do what we do without him or Danielle. Be well, be safe, and keep in touch. Mm-hmm.